everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Grab the Conk. This is The Juice. I've got Crypto Euclid, Creative Albi, and The Goddess with us. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. Hey, Juice. How you doing, buddy? What's up, Juice? Hey, guys. Well, uh, so this is the first episode of the podcast. Basically, the idea that we had was we get a bunch of guys who like to think about stuff on a little bit deeper level, and we can discuss the ethics and morality of some of the issues circling the crypto sphere. Sounds Go good. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I love this idea. Yeah, so. I'm excited. What are we talking about today? Today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, catfish. So mainly ca- yes. catfish and crypto Twitter. There's been sort of a rash lately uh, of accusations and or stories flying around that the people that you know and love are not who they say they are. Mm, I like this. I love conspiracy theories. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I think uh, first and foremost, the most pressing one or the biggest news is uh, the crypto mist. Uh, Basically, Mm -hmm. the backstory there is if you don't know, she, it, him is a (laughs) hotly, hotly contested account that uh, many people believe is not who uh, it, it, initially portrays itself as which is like a i don't know 20 something instagram model basically who posts mm-hmm. these charts and has a private group and uh, also shill shit coins by the seashore right this is a paid group too right yeah yeah okay that's what i thought so maybe we get started uh albie why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe your early interactions and or thoughts about crypto mist before um you know, before it started coming out that maybe this person wasn't who we think it is. Yeah, so I basically um, started following her, really enjoyed her content, uh, definitely believed she is who she says she is. You know, you you see pictures of her, she holds up signs every time she hits a certain amount of followers. Uh, her tweets are, uh, at least they seem feminine. Uh, obviously, she calls everybody lovey and stuff like that. So really as a noob, I... I for a second, I didn't even think that she's a catfish. Like that's, I was com- probably completely duped, unless unless she really is who she says she is, which, at the moment, I'm doubting at like ninety five percent. Sure, Yuki, are you familiar with this account at all? Well, actually, for the very first time in my life, I'm looking at this account, <laughs> um, and just off the top of my head, yeah, I'm seeing some red flags here. I'm looking at some stuff that could possibly be photoshopped. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm no expert. Um, you know, has anyone done sort of the research as far as like clicking on the Abby image and doing like a Google image search, that kind of stuff? Well, that's where it gets interesting, right? Because this person has actually posted videos and pictures with other people and stuff like that. So the thought is in the greater conspiracy theory is that, um, maybe some guy has paid either a model or maybe it's a girlfriend or something like that mm. to act as the face of this account because there, there's been like some very vague videos and stuff, if I understand it right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there have been some videos where she'll go on, she's being filmed and, you know, she'll, she'll kind of like wish everybody a great weekend and make sure you put your stop losses and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, she never does any charting online. Like she'll never video a chart or anything like that. And she doesn't talk or so the videos have been taken down already. Right. So, Oh, that's um, weird. Yeah. Which that's is weird. That's a red flag. Yeah. 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 So that's a really See, big red flag. And, I, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if it isn't, uh, a girl I was completely duped until I saw fungus posting things 
um, I thought 100% this is a girl. So yeah, uh, then, then you see fungus. I'm like, he has yeah, all my trust is in fungus. So <laughs> I should do my own research. But if fungus <laughs> yeah. says it, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me too. I, I kind of go with, uh, you know, what fungus is saying on this. However, I will say this. Uh, wow, what a, what a thing they have going here. If this is what's happening, if this is a guy's girlfriend or something, you get a paid group. You know, you get a, a, a crap load of followers. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good uh, way to, uh, you know, have, to do this, to, to make some money online. Well, Fungus proved his point there because he had me for probably about a good minute believing that he was a girl mm-hmm. <laughs> when he did the same letter and he called someone love and, yeah. you know, did this whole the heart thing. And I was like, who is this person? And then I read a reply and saw that they were applying to fungus. <laughs> well, that's sort of the interesting thing. And that's how fungus got tilted on this. If you're not familiar with what fungus did, he had changed his account profile picture and his name to Kimberly crypto, I believe <laughs> to simulate what it would be like to be a catfish. And within this, in the, within the first day, he had offers from like eToro and all these other, uh, projects to promote them he had guys mm-hmm. like reaching out to him and talking to him and uh just all sorts of weird interactions with basically creepy guys on right uh, on his posts after that which is hilarious because if you know crypto fungus his image is usually a toe um he's pretty he's he's a really cool dude he's one of my best friends but he's pretty crass and um it just generally it was hilarious because it totally didn't fit his mo if you know him at all but yes like fell for it i guess is the best way to say it i i I personally fell for it like i (laughs) um so what what happened was um, i'm going through my feed and i see this girl and she's like oh thank you for the eight thousand followers and blah 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 and then i i shot her a comment so i i shot her like something like uh like amazing beast or something like that and i i hit on her profile and i'm like wait she's following me and I'm like, wait, I'm following her. I don't even know her. And I didn't even notice it was fungus. Like I was, I didn't even notice until later on when I put two and two together. And then I I, I was cracking up. And I obviously shot him a text right away, uh, like a DM. And I was like, listen, you're my you're my meme mentor. Like this guy's my shit posting mentor, I swear. Uh, yeah, apparently a lot of people were sending him DMs and he was posting those also as tweets, which was hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> But again, yeah. what I'm talking about, like whoever's got this thing figured out, man, is like, you know, you're going to get like interest from actual uh, projects and things that want you to promote their stuff. I mean, I feel like it's, a, it, you know, it's not morally correct, but if you look at it from a business point of view, it's a good business model. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's definitely a good marketing strategy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Marketing strategy is the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, and that's where in lies the problem. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, is it, is it deceptive? Is it morally wrong? You know, my, my initial response to this whole thing was, you know, it's part of, it's, it's really close to what any one of us do who um, remain anonymous. Um, if it, it's kissing cousins to what I do, even, you know, I, mm-hmm. I say I'm OJ Simpson. I, I mean, right. it's, it's, it's obviously clear that I'm not, but it's, it's jokingly catfishing. Maybe it's not serious, but at the yeah. same time, you know, we all who remain anonymous hide behind the veil of this fake thing. And in some cases, we're 
also incentivized to keep the image up. So like, for instance, some of my most uh, popular tweets are stuff that says like, you know, a good example would be one day when the market was especially bad. I said, the last time I saw this much blood, I had to call Johnny Cochran. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, in some ways, right, I'm leveraging that. It's not exactly the same because I'm not saying I'm like a chick and like posting pictures, holding things and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not, but I, I have used pictures of OJ Simpson in like, you know, short shorts or without a shirt on. There's, you know what I mean? There's been like jokes revolving around that. So I do use OJ Simpson as material and insinuate, even though it's jokingly, that I am OJ Simpson. I think that most people understand that what, you know, all of us on, the, on this show is do, we're playing characters, you know, and, and uh, none of us have like our real face on, on there. Um, and it's, it's, it's part of the, the fun. I think I like the idea of, you know, following, you know, Cal Cornula or, you, oh, know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and, uh, Mike Tyson and crypto Mike right. Tyson, all these funny characters, you know, and some of them keep the actual shtick where they use the, uh, well, you know, lisp and things like Mike I'd Tyson like, does. I'd like to play devil's advocate on this one and say, since so many people did jump straight in his DMs, uh, so thirsty, isn't it maybe supplying some kind of service for those who want or need the attention and don't mind paying for it? Kind of like a prostitute or something? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like a, it's like an emotional like, prostitute. Yeah. Like, oh, this girl's giving me giving attention. Giving me attention and... You yeah, know, but when you go to when you go to a prostitute, um, <laughs> you know you're going to a prostitute. Yeah, you know you're going to a prostitute, and this is this is where ethically I think this is completely wrong. Like, um, so putting aside uh, uh, the crypto mist, uh, and anybody who's catfishing in a way where they 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 literally make people think that they are who who they say they are, is is for me completely different than somebody using an avi uh, that is obviously you know, a character and, uh, and, uh, and a cartoon or a cow or a dog with glasses or whatnot. When you use a, a, a woman, a beautiful woman, and you go as far as taking pictures with the amount of followers that you have, or you take pictures with projects uh, that are printed out of a simple printer, and, uh, and you make people think that this is, this is the real deal, then um, you, do you do get the emotional uh, uh, needs of, of certain men or even women that draw towards you and, and they, they literally listen to you, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's shilling a coin or whether it's trying to DM them to get them on a date, you're playing with people's emotions. Yeah. Well, that's so true. me. So me, obviously I, I, it's not like I, like I always laugh that, Oh, she's my crypto crush. But, um, I even made a video about that one time, but, um, when I did one of my shout outs, but uh -huh. it's obviously a joke, you know, I'm happily married, but listen, I thought she was real. I thought she was a hundred percent real. And, you know what, maybe if I was a trader and maybe if I did more trading and, and more investing, maybe she would have gotten me to, to buy some of the things because she does have good content. She, he, whatever. Right. She has great content, great charts, um, really uh, simple understanding tweets. Like she's like she, she makes people gravitate towards her. OK, and there's a reason why, you know, every couple well, of weeks she's up 5K. Then there's does it matter? I mean, if if she, he, it, they, whoever have good charts and good content does it matter if it's a male or a female and why does that upset people like because <clears throat> i feel like it's because they're working hard i guess to get the amount of followers that they have and they feel like they're just taking it's advantage it's not fair i think it's just that the fairness is that 100 okay. it's okay. 
and 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 again it has to do with emotions so why don't you put you know just a normal looking person and see if you get 25,000k within a couple of months it's mm. not going to happen right? right so let's just say that uh 50% of the people who are following her him are genuinely interested in the charts and 50% are you know interested in the chart sorry maybe 30% are interested in the charts and you know, just like her and 20% are just for her. Like it doesn't matter okay. what content she's putting on. I have a point to make. Um, when they advertise makeup on a, um, you know, on a commercial, they don't use unattractive people. It's all about marketing. Mm-hmm. And if this, if this person is its goal, their goal is to uh, get a, a bunch of followers to uh, pump, to, to pump up their, their paid group, fill their paid group full of paying customers. Then obviously they're going to use an attractive person. Mm-hmm. This is true. Also, there's there's something that they, there's these red flags that you look for. Um, I always say when someone tells me something, you kind of look at that. Like, for instance, we had the worst neighbor in the world and they always were saying what great neighbors they were. Like, if you have to proclaim something about yourself, mm-hmm. then you might want to look at that. So with the follower, like holding no one's asking you if you're a woman and how many followers you have. So the fact that they keep taking pictures of how many followers they have. Yeah, good point. You know, makes me feel like, yeah. Yeah, they're focused on it in a way. But I think the greater point, though, is if you follow somebody, what responsibility do they have to you at all? If any, what 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 social contract you then enter to enter into if somebody follows you? Do I have any am I beholden to my followers in any way? Are you? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I on a personal level. Uh, I feel, you know, it's just my character and my, the way I am. I'm very like, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of a people pleaser and I want people to like me. So when someone follows me and I, I'm, I've been getting a lot of followers, you know, uh, lately it's I've been on some shows and things and it's hard for me to like go in there and, and look and go, okay, is this a legitimate person? Cause if it's somebody that looks legit, you know, uh, their account and their bio, I'll try to follow them back. Uh, but whether, you know, uh, when someone interacts with me, I always try to interact with them. You know, I feel like that. So you do feel. I do. I feel like at least, you know, uh, give the, op- you know, at least give the person a chance to, you know, like just to look at them. A lot of people just, you know, they're just putting their foot in the door and they're trying to, you know, find their place. And, you know, that's that's my that's my two cents. I, I, I totally think that people with a lot of, uh, let's just say, uh, above 5,000, 10,000 followers, I think they do have a responsibility to their followers. I think just as much as a celebrity has, uh, has responsibility for, for the people that, you know, love them. And I think scrutiny comes with responsibility. And uh, um, I do think people in this space are responsible for their followers. Unless, you know what, unless they're, they're pure jokes, you know what I mean? Like, so there's this account that's called uh, God's Tweets, right? Right. You guys know that? Yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not responsible for anybody. He has like 200,000 followers. He's obviously a memester. You know, he's a shit poster. Everything's about jokes. He's not going to tell anybody to buy anything. We're we're talking about accounts here that make people invest or not invest in a certain product. Right. So I think, too, uh, for example, you know, like us, uh, we're we've got a pod like I myself and the goddess. We have like podcasts that run and things. Uh, we need an audience and we need to interact with like the fans of our show. What do you have yeah. to say? You have something yeah, to say. I, I personally care about my followers, but I think it depends on what you, what you're in, what you're in the space for. Are you, you know, making friends or is community based or is it 
you know, business related or just, yeah, shit posting like Albie's talking about, because I don't take advice from Twitter and I wouldn't recommend anyone take advice from Twitter. I mean, maybe there's someone who's just in it for content. Like that's their, that's what they do. And then they should absolutely, you know, be mindful of what they're saying. So I guess if you're putting out content to give people advice, you should 100% be mindful. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a slippery slope, right? Because yeah. I don't think anybody what. So I, I quit saying names of coins that I like forever ago. So like every time I go on a podcast, somebody's like, uh, name three coins that you're bullish on, you know? And for me, there's yeah. no, I have no incentive to say, <laughs> I, right. here's the three coins that I like, take them. Right. So like one podcast in particular, I was cornered into saying it and I gave like a five minute disclaimer about you should never pick a coin just because somebody else says you should. It doesn't matter right. who it is. It doesn't matter if it's somebody that you trust. It doesn't matter if it's somebody who's ace picks every single time grabs, you know, the winners out of the bottom. You should never take a coin because somebody tells you to. The only thing right. that you can do in Twitter responsibly or any social media to bring awareness to coins is just that simply bring awareness to them. So like in ethical, in, in my opinion, like ethical um, promotion of coins is not to say that it will gain money, not to say that it um, is a good investment or um, a, a sound, um, you know, it has a sound future, but simply to bring awareness to the project in and of itself, and then give people the resources they need to look into it further and right. or give commentary on what you might do to look into it further. I feel like that's fairly responsible. Now, when we look at accounts like the crypto mist, for, for instance, I've, I've, I've gone through several, you know, I've looked at a few of these tweets and like, they're not, I mean, they're not necessarily saying they're going to go up, but there's like clear insinuation that they may. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a, that's a greater part of the issue. So like, for instance, if, if another account, like an anonymous account, um, leverages the same type of emotional manipulation, um, for instance, we'll use crypto Cobain. Crypto Cobain has like posted pictures of a Lamborghini coming off of a trailer and he's posted <laughs> pictures inside this crazy house. Like, you know, it's maybe a mansion at the very least. It's a very nice home. And doesn't necessarily show, you know, he doesn't show himself, but he does show photos of the home and or the view, stuff like that. And gives the insinuation that he's a very talented trader, but is still anonymous. He's hiding behind this veil. Mm -hmm. So he might post, um, I just bought a shitload of Ethereum or something, right? Or right. I just bought a bunch of Bitcoin. So how is that different than, um, you know, he, he's insinuating that all the picks that he makes are good or at the very least he's very talented at what he does so you should probably listen to him so is that how different is that from something that uh a catfish might do that's using a woman's avatar or something and why is that so different yeah i agree with you i think it's pretty similar you know and i i think that everyone's using things yeah i yeah he's using like you know and, and someone uh the other day was like yo come dm me and it's like come check out my my group you know we've got this big thing and you can bring your people over and and i looked at his tweets and it's like the dude's taking pictures of like stacks of cash in the back of his car you know like um Shit like that is, you know, it, that's exactly what they're doing. They're dangling the carrot. They're like, yeah, you can be, 
rich like me. Yes, you know. but again, who's falling for these things? I feel like if you're falling for this, then maybe you are lazy and perhaps greedy. Am so, I wrong? So, yeah, right. I think you're wrong. I think uh, okay. I think it is inevitable. <laughs> I, I, I think it's inevitable <clears throat> when people, and again, I'm talking from a new perspective, uh, somebody who just came into the market you know, at the all-time high back in December. And uh, what happens is mostly uh, individuals don't have somebody around them in real life to, to talk to them about crypto. So mm -hmm. they look for a community that can talk to them about crypto. And what they do is they get on things like Twitter and they search for people who, are, who have a lot of followers, who might have great tweets, good content, and they gravita uh, gravitate towards them and they start to trust them. Not because they don't want to do their research, not because, listen, I don't know how to chart anyway. So what, how much research can I do so I can right. read the white paper and I could, you know, Google the names of the devs or whatever. But at right. the end of the day, if there's somebody that I trust uh, or I've learned to trust because they have great content and I see everybody commenting on their stuff, um, I'm probably going to gravitate towards, you know, uh, doing some of the moves that they make because I have nobody else to do with, you know, so it's, it's kind of, um, I was talking to Juice about this. I was like, look, to say to everybody who's new in this market, uh, it's your fault. You didn't do the research. You know, it's your bad. It's I think that's kind of like copping out of responsibility. Sure. I just I don't I disagree with like the great content being stacks of money in the backseat and your fucking yeah, Rolodexes no, and no, shit like that. I, I, I like, agree. you know, there's there's a line, too. Yeah. I mean, and I'm definitely not saying everyone deserves it, but I do feel like. I mean, and trust me, yeah, I'm not saying you deserve to get your money taken or taken advantage of in any kind of way. That shit happens outside of crypto, too. Like, you just have to be smart about some things. Use your instincts and, you know, really look at the shit. Don't just go on face value of how I just assume, you know, the worst, I think, about certain accounts. I'm like, OK, wait, they have this many followers. Like, that doesn't just mean that I'm going to take their word for it, you know? When I first uh, got on crypto Twitter, I've said this. Uh, I was a noob. I was, you know. Um, I still am. Yeah. yeah, I still am. <laughs> I still am. I don't trade. I, you know, I hold Bitcoin and that's basically it, you know, and not a lot of it. But I, I, I believe in cryptocurrency. I don't trade. But when I got on crypto Twitter, uh, I did this. I followed all the big accounts and someone said Pivx is about to go on to is list just got listed on like Binance or something. So I ran and bought Pivx and paid way too much for it. Yeah. And then it crashed, you know, cause I, and, and, and what I did was I learned my my lesson. I'm like, what a dumb move, you know, because it was I was being lazy. I was like, oh, OK, this is like an easy shortcut. I'll just this person is telling me to go buy this coin. Let me go do it. And then. You know, I've, I've still, I've made mistakes. Someone DM me and said, you should check this out. And I go and I buy a little bit right. of it and it, it, it crashes. I think it's a style thing because like when I gamble, I'll sit back and just watch for a while. Like if, if I'm in Vegas or something on the tables, I will just watch what is going on. So I would probably, if I was going to invest my money, I would watch these accounts for a while before taking their advice. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the, the greater point though, is that what, what responsibility do we have to new people entering the space? And there should be some because, I mean, as a as a culture, if you will, the crypto culture, if our idea is like just tough, you know, tough love, learn mm -hmm. it, learn it the hard way. How many people do you think are willing to go like, yeah, I just tossed a hundred bucks into something, you know, it's my first investment and I lost 90 bucks. So, right. 
So should I try it again? I think ultimately right. nine times out of 10, the answer is going to be no. Like, right. fuck it, I'm yeah. out. And, <laughs> right. that's, and that's bad for everybody, right? <laughs> exactly. That's that's what, shooting well, yourself in the foot. I think the what what you're talking about is like the morality of it, and yeah, keeping noobs from from getting scared off because we want everyone to you know know the the joys of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know just like in normal uh, everyday culture, there's people that that's their job is to help other people. Perhaps that's what we kind of are. We're sort of trying to help. Uh, you know, bring awareness, bring awareness and help the people that maybe don't know, you know, I, I don't know if it's our responsibility other, or is it just that that's just kind of what, you know, we kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. It's you our know? best interest. It's in our best interest. If I mean it, so the more people that come into the space and buy crypto, the better your portfolio will look. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so um, having this attitude of like, Oh, let noobs come in, get, get smashed and wrecked and then let them leave and learn their lesson. That's kind of like a, uh, it's the opposite of what we need. And at the same time, another thing that I pointed out with Juice was that we kind of run away from this, uh, from the system, you know, the government system, the police system, like everything that we, we dislike, kind of like kind of like an anarchy attitude that brings us to this crypto uh, sphere, other than mm-hmm. the fact that, that people come to get rich. But most of us come here because we really believe in it and we hate the system. And right. then we come into this place and then we notice that everybody in this place doesn't give a fuck about us. And, and you know, so it's like, uh, it's like, what are we doing? So, oh, I don't feel that though. I don't feel that people just don't give a fuck about. I think what we're just saying is just don't blindly. There are good people and bad people in life in general on crypto Twitter. Just don't just blindly do things. You know, just because you're you want to do something, then have like a little patience and uh, you know, kind of learn things a little bit. I think there's a there's a period of time that is that time where you have to sort of learn the ropes and take you know some hard knocks just to and then you find the you find the the your tribe and yeah there's tribes within crypto Twitter you know within the crypto community uh, and I think once you find your tribe and then you know you can everyone can sort of look out for each other I think when you first come on board you know you're new yet you don't no one knows you you don't know anybody you might have to take you know, you might have to learn a few lessons, but yeah, I agree that we, sh- it shouldn't just be like, you know, uh, you know, whatever, a new person just, you know, let them get wrecked. I, I don't, you yeah, know, that's just my own personal, like moral compass, I guess. I yeah. So like, I'm going to use a metaphor that's a little bit of a stretch. So I recently had a baby and the baby will cry. Right. And, right. and you can't make them happy. Sometimes they just get pissed off and they sit there and they cry. So, um, like my reaction as a dad is like, I'm just going to set you in the crib and let this cry this out, let mm-hmm. you cry this out. And my wife is like, he's he's a newborn you he doesn't have any cognitive reasoning you're just being an asshole right, right. <laughs> and like and she's right right like i can't right. he's not going to learn anything from just sitting there and crying so it's not the right move i mean that goes that goes without saying so mm-hmm. in i i mean it's it's sort of similar in that um i would look at a new person coming into the space and just be like oh you got wrecked fucking cry about it mm-hmm. i got wrecked we all got wrecked. Right. What I mean, you lost, oh, you lost a hundred bucks. Great. I did that in, you know, times three <laughs> in five seconds. Like that's, I mean, it's just the way we, it's just the way yeah. we are. Like our it's scales like are, right. Our yeah, scales are like go. way off and way different. <laughs> 
But at the same time, that doesn't make it right just because <laughs> that's what we do just because we got wrecked. So like maybe maybe it is something that we need to look at in terms of how how do you do it in a way that's not super cheesy and lame? Like I remember at one point during the last bull run, somebody had like an account and this was not meant to be jokey or funny, but it was like the crypto welcome wagon. If you're new, like come and get advice from me. Like I'm going to be, uh, you know, your, your guide through this thing. But, yeah. but, but where that gets fucked up is like, parabolic trav let's take paul parabolic trav who tried to do the same thing but he was super bullish like he drew a chart where bitcoin was going to a hundred thousand dollars in 2018 no questions <laughs> asked like you right. you couldn't go wrong like it doesn't right. matter what the price is right now you couldn't possibly go wrong but like he had the same similar kind of stick like i believe in his description it still says like your spirit guide to bitcoin to a hundred thousand and beyond or something right <laughs> right so yeah, all that goes to it. say, like that's a that's a really long workaround to get to the point of like what can we do in a responsible way to give people advice to get on? What can we do as individuals to make a difference in that culture if you so feel that it's necessary? Well, first we could stop, you know, beautiful women from attracting twenty five thousand followers for someone that she's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I think that's the first the first kind of things, not that again, not that I'm saying this as a fact. I'm not saying it as a fact. I don't. I don't want to say that as a fact. I'm. I'm saying it as a, you know, just as a as a reminder that bringing the whole story uh, back around is how how bad is it if whoever it is that's doing it is not even who they say they are. So this is. Um, I think this is where 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 the ethics come in and the responsibility comes in. You know, I I know for a fact that there are some chartists that are dead broke dead broke and they're playing it really big you know what i mean like they right. know what they're saying they play it like you know and and it's 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 fucked up i think it's well, fucked up there's no way to stop it you know you can't stop uh definitely no way to stop it but you know but this is what but i want to make a point yeah did you just ask you know what do we do this this is what we do yeah, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it we 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 shine a light on it might i also point out that those one of those broke chartists might have gotten so close to losing their home that they had a grandiose idea to start a catfish account and are now mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, just just throwing that out there. Like desperate times call for desperate measures. And right, but what if they're making? But what if? Go ahead. But what if they're making somebody else lose their home? Yeah, yeah no, I'm not so saying terrible. it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay. It's just that's what yeah. people do. I mean, you know, when you're backed into a corner, you do what you know to do. I guess and. Yes, right. it would be great if you did something that was beneficial to not only yourself, but other people and didn't hurt anyone. But unfortunately, so, yeah. that's what people do in society sometimes. You have to be uh, watchful. Mm -hmm. So here, here comes the question, goddess. So let's just <laughs> say you got a DM, right? And mm -hmm. you, you got a list of names, six names of people who are definitely shills, uh, catfishes or whatnot, right? Yes. Okay. Are you going to be, are you going to be, uh, vigilant enough to expose them or are you just going to tuck it underneath <clears throat> the no. carpet and say, look, I don't want to deal with this. Um, if it was a reliable source, I mean, I wouldn't go there. There again is another question. Do I go around spreading rumors from somebody? I, no, how do 100 I, you know, fact. I, I fact. think, yeah, I think fact. then I, I would share, now, I would share that. Go ahead. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah. I think now is a good time to make it abundantly clear that this whole thing about, the crypto mist not being whoever it says it is 
we have zero proof. Right. There's zero. There's zero. zero. We have zero proof to support that claim. That's okay. completely and totally unfounded. It just looks that way. Okay. Yeah, because I'm maybe. I'm cur- I, I've I've been trying to follow this. I'm like, is it, I mean, fungus is and is it? And I I you know I'm trying to read up and be so I had no idea. But yeah, <laughs> but no, if I'm given if I'm given an email, a DM, someone DMs me that I trust and they have 100% factual like actual proof that, that is a fact, I would share it with um everybody that you know probably all of Twitter. Yes, because yeah. I you know you you gotta share the information and let people do with it as they will. I don't will. think that you, that's like, that's one of those questions that doesn't, I mean, it's a, it's a hypothetical. How would you get a, this list of guaranteed, like these are a hundred percent, you know, uh, shills or bad people. There's no way of knowing that, but um, you know, I think it depends. You know, this is like a political, almost, almost like a political question, mm-hmm. you know, you um, where, you, you're in a space where there's other players, and this is all chess, really. Yeah. And you don't want to hurt people, and you don't want to take advantage of people, but you still have to navigate this space, you know. And, yeah, well, and I, I connect with these a lot of people in here. I mean, a lot of them I would call friends, so I would definitely share. <laughs> oh, certainly, you would share a, a within your community, with your own, you know, circle and your own niche. Would you go out on Twitter and just be like, "Yo, this person's a, a scammer." You know, and unless you like, I guess what you're saying is, Albie, if it was a hundred percent, and you have to, you yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I, I, I would, I think. But uh, I, so here's the thing: like, I've been on the front lines of this catfish thing a, a little bit. I mean, okay. it's like I, I made a comment about it, and. um or I posted a tweet about it and I got some feedback from various people and some people are really fired up about it. I mean, there's no, there, there's, there's no um, proof or anything like that, but people are like dead set that this is absolutely true and dragging this person through the mud more or less. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and is that right? But, and, and then the solution. Okay. So they offer this solution. It's like, if this is who you are and this is who you say you are, then post a video of you doing X, Y, Z. Right. You know? Like if I was confronted with that, I would tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, does this person, because they, they wish to not, uh, you know, ease the, the doubters minds with definitive proof. Is right. that somehow, um, you know, we're, we're jumping the gun here. You're guilty before you're, you're, you're yeah. You're mm-hmm. guilty before you. We have zero proof. So, is that fair? I mean, it, it, no. it's really no. not. We're focusing on somebody who we don't know is. Um, it, we don't know this to be a fact yet. We're we're talking about it as if it is. Yeah. Now, all that being said, the the outlier and the difference between like a crypto cobain and the way that this person does uh, the crypto mist account is very simple low cap coins shilling low cap coins that don't have a whole lot of liquidity and you're using your audience to leverage that to make money for yourself that's fucked up yeah you're you're dumping you know you're you're making all of these uh, these people whether whether you're um telling them to buy or not if you're insinuating it's going up that's fucked up 
And like we we need to, I think, address that. I think that's why that's why these catfish or so-called catfish get blamed for catfishing is because it's like we can we can connect the dots between A, B, and C, and it looks like they're making this fake account just to shill stuff. So let's talk. I, I think the greater issue is shilling shit coins. Like whether we know that they are a catfish or not. Um, Zuso is, is like a great example of this. You know, he, I, I think it was Komodo that he had talked about and it was, I mean, Komodo is not a low cap per se. It's mid cap or it was at one time and he shilled it and he felt bad about it. I don't think he was even paid. He just said like, Hey, I'm buying this coin here, but he's got a hundred thousand mm -hmm. followers. And, you know, he felt as though maybe his tweet influenced the market in some way. And, and then it went down and maybe some people were wrecked as a result of it. And if mm. you're not feel like if you don't feel something there when something like that happens, if you're just like, well, I got mine. Right. Oh, so fuck everybody else. Then there's like, I would argue that you're probably a psychopath, most likely a sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's people like that, that, you know, um, in this space and and it's just like it there's no there's no question you know there's no there's no moral compass there it's just like you just do whatever you can do to get ahead i guess and i think that's what that's the difference with uh you know us on this panel here is that we all have probably more moral compass than a lot of people i think i think that we we really do care about what other people are going through and maybe we're all very empathetic mm -hmm. but um yeah there's certainly people out there in this world that, that that's that's just it they're narcissistic yeah, you have to be aware i mean there's not just people out there trying to help you exactly. <laughs> that's not you know i always look at it like um what is it you know people just it's it's ingrained in us that we do, even if you're a good person, you're still going to do what benefits you first. You know, that's, that's yeah, interesting. Even yeah. by helping someone, you're still getting something. You still feel better about yourself. So even by doing something for someone else, helping someone, you're still getting that personal gain. And that's what motivates us to help other people, I think, as humans, is because we're still getting that little bit of a high. Like, well, I did something good. Right. I feel good about myself. So, so when I see tweets, I try to just dissect them. I'm like, what What are they getting out of that? And do, you know, does that seem like it's just a personal, like I just wanna share this with everybody or is there some kind of personal gain <laughs> behind that? I, th I think one of our problems in this in this space is that the last thing that we want is 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 regulators, right? Unless it's yes. uh, unless it's a private company, unless it's uh, you know somebody that we trust. But if 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 government regulators come in here, and they will come in here, if people mm -hmm. keep getting wrecked because of shills and because of people who are manipulating the market, then we're all going to lose. Mm -hmm. So it's either we take responsibility into our own hands, uh, the people who per se, you know. Um, want the better for the space and to keep it, you know, as clean as possible from, from shills and from, uh, from catfish and uh, people who are just scamming, mm -hmm. or we're definitely going to see real regulation coming in. And that's, that's going to be worse for everybody. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can look at, you can look at some precursors for that. Like there are the stock market and, you know, there is all that, there's shills in the stock market still. I mean, they exist. And the way that they're regulated is different, but they, they're they still being regulated. And I think like what's going to happen in crypto, and um, I, 
I mean, you can just use anything as a precedence for this is when it does, if the shoe drops, it's going to drop fucking hard. You're going to have like another Ross Albrecht getting life for nothing. You right. know, I mean, like that's the, that's the great fear is that there is very little, I mean, there is some regulation and the SEC does look at a lot of this stuff and it does occasionally, you know, like ICOs and things like that have seen some litigation, but when it comes to um, shilling and uh, social media presences and influencing markets and stuff that way, I would not want to be the person that is the first person to get popped on that. Right, because they'll you that'll just be you know the example, and mm-hmm. everyone will basically kind of self you know regulate because they're like, oh shit, I don't want that to happen to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah and you're right. It, and it may not be like a person. It may be like a group of people and a whole bunch of, you know, it may be like one sweeping round of like, the, remember Napster? Remember when yeah. Napster got popped and like you yeah. saw 20 grandmas like defending their grandkids? Yeah. In yes. Court? Yes. yes. Like, I honestly, like I could see that like a, like a case yeah. where there's like a, like a massive lawsuit and something like that, where you have like this this consortium of people that are all getting popped at the same time and i like the in the napster situation like people were sued for millions of dollars like just normal people i know yeah Yeah. i remember that i remember that reading the story about the guy who had like you know 100 songs and they were hitting them for like 100 grand per song or something some ridiculous thing like that and you know and he was just one of probably hundreds of thousands of people that did the exact same thing but yeah, they'll use uh, them as an example, and yeah, it would suck to be that guy. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what; like, it made me quit using Napster. I mean, yeah, I, me too. Like, me too. I, yeah. I didn't use Napster or LimeWire or any of that yeah. stuff after that happened. It's like I will buy my music happily. Right. <laughs> Listen, when you were mentioning groups, it made me think because I'm like, what what would help solve this problem? And then you mentioned groups, and it kind of clicked for me. Like, because who? You know, when there's that Shildex thing, and I don't know if that's still around or not, it, there was the whole, like, who who the hell are they? You know, who made them the go-after yeah, right. people, please? Like, so I'm thinking, what is the answer? Because that is not the answer. You know, that's too no, much power. The but then when you mentioned group, I thought, why not a group? Like a vigilante because group anytime, on Twitter. Okay, like, let's, <laughs> say we, let's just say we started a group. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to suggest that. Then by the way, but... we would be. It, it, it's like power corrupts. You yeah. know what I mean? It's open then, for corruption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. You just have to. Everyone has to. I think we all have to self-govern ourselves as best as we can. We have to do shows like this where we talk about things. We shine mm-hmm. lights Awareness, on things. Yeah. All we can do is show sh- point. Uh, turn on a flashlight. Uh, uh, turn on the lights. That's mm-hmm. all we can do. We're not well, going to change uh, anything necessarily. You know, we're not going to enforce anything. We're not the police and all this. Yeah. We're just here to point, you know, to turn on the lights and say, look, this is what's happening, guys, just so you're aware of it. Also, yeah, when you know something is going on to come out and uh, speak out about it. Yeah. Yeah. I but think. it's also important to have the facts, right? So yes. like, like not yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, like I did a video on Shilex uh, at, at one point when they uh, called out uh, Shil Gates. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, it, ca- mm-hmm. it came out that Shil Gates was was quote unquote innocent, and uh, they didn't really apologize in any formal way. Mm-hmm. And I called them out, and and I gave the point that it's just it's really open for corruption because it's if that's what you're opening your account for, then you yeah. become at some point you become 
mainstream media because you you have yeah. followers like this account got i think like eight thousand well, followers within you're within looking like for a, content yeah you know yeah, you're, then you're looking for content mm -hmm. and one yeah. of their last tweets and they haven't sent out a tweet since early august or even before that and one of their last tweets is like we apologize to you guys that we haven't been putting out content yet and then i <laughs> i tweet and then i replied i was like that's equivalent to like uh, a police station saying we apologize there's no murder cases you know what <laughs> right. I mean? exactly like, that's a like, very you good be happy about this you have no content you know yes. like, yeah. why are yeah. you apologizing that you don't have content like exactly that's crazy. it's like the it's like the yeah there that's a very good point uh we have to call things out we have to point out and i'll be the fact that you called this account out and you pointed out and showed everybody what's happening because what happens is yeah they start developing a lot of followers and and people start getting swayed towards one one way uh we have to um i think it just boils down to we have to all be aware of things and share what we find yeah and there's some just simple knowledge too like like Albie was mentioning early, like these huge accounts that have very little interactions. Right, but have 150,000 yeah, followers. You right? know, you've got it. There's some certain red flags. Exactly. Well, I, I think it's interesting that we brought up um, Shield, Shield Finex or Shield X, Shield or whatever. X, yeah. But that is a takeoff of Bitfinex, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys remember Bitfinex. I don't. Anybody... No. Okay. No, well, I don't remember that. Enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, well, Bitfinext was like this uh, person who was exposing Tether as being fake. Right. And like started a whole bunch of fun about it. And I believe, I, you know, we might have to edit this part out and we could make two versions <laughs> of it. But basically, they thought that Tether was fake and um, it was uh, audited and... No, it was real. Like, and yet this person amassed like thirty thousand followers. They wound up getting sued, I think, and getting like a cease and desist or something from Bitfinex. Mm -hmm. And it was like all the rage. Like Tether's fake, and right. most people still think Tether's fake. But I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that Tether a lot of people still think that was fake. I've heard. Uh, I used to follow a YouTuber, and that's how I even joined Crypto Twitter because he uh, started a Twitter account, and I wanted to follow the guy over here. And he was saying the same thing uh, that, yeah, Tether was uh, bad or fake and that um, they, the audit they did was not, it was like some, you know, not a legit company and things. I think the point is you can go out there and make audacious claims and, yeah. and, and, and get, and, you know, until someone does sue you, you can get very popular. You know, it's the, um, you know, it, it's like, uh, well, since sensationalism maybe yeah well i mean as a result of it like i just pulled up an article to read about it just so i could verify my facts and yeah like they had an audit done by a third party and even this coindesk article is like yeah but still we don't <laughs> have any proof but right. it's still tether right <laughs> i mean yeah you know, and it could i mean i don't know i didn't look at the audit myself i didn't do any deep investigation into into tether i don't know if it's i couldn't tell you for sure but it's the same it's the same type of thing you know like there's mm -hmm. enough gray area there's enough reason there's enough uh reason for implication in there there's enough motive for mm -hmm. them to make fake tethers and to um you know claim that they're real there's there's so much incentive in it that it's like why not right, right. yes indeed yes indeed mm -mm -mm. Well, 
Well, all right, everybody. That was some uh, good conversation. I think we covered a lot of ground. I think the important point to remember here is that we have absolutely no facts. Um, everybody should make up their own mind and form their own opinions about everything discussed on this show. We're not trying to um, make up your mind for you. So if you know you have any questions, feel free to reach out. We're, I think any one of us is more than willing to explain our thoughts. But ultimately, what we would like to do is make this a more open forum. If there's anybody you know that we mentioned in the show that wants to reach out and explain their position, we're more than happy to have them on. We'd like to just keep the discussion open for everybody to be a part of. Yeah, so I, I, I think uh, I... I would totally invite and would love to have uh, the crypto mist on. Uh, I have uh, DM'd with her uh, for a while. Uh, it didn't get too far. Uh, we've talked a lot and, and it, it, we just left it the way it is without any facts and uh, without any real opinion. So <clears throat> she's more than welcome to, to reach out, whether it's to me, to you guys, to, to the show, and would love to have her on, have her tell her side of the story. Uh, and I apologize for pointing her out as a, as you know putting a flashlight on her personally. Um, we're just taking her as a as an example because there was um, that huge story that kind of broke out. So there's many more. Absolutely. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to the first episode of Grab the Conk. Uh, we hope to have many more great episodes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, Thank everybody. You. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>